advised. of Sad Trainee Poetry Hour, Juno Tempest. <clears throat> oh, goodness. I'm a little verklempt. Uh, no, I'm not. That's uh, Mike Myers cross-dressing in the 90s. Uh, no, I'm Juno Tempest, your, your very own resident uh, siren of Bushwick. And welcome to Sad Trainee Poetry Hour, the trans radio show you never knew you needed. You're welcome. Ah, we're here every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. If you would like to call in, if you are a trans person or a trans person enthusiast, a train enthusiast, if you will, call in at 718 718- Nine two eight nine seven three two. Again, that number is nine. Oh, sorry. Let me start over. Seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. And we will take your call. Maybe if I feel like it. Uh, welcome to the studio. A real life fox. A real fox. A real fox. Fox. How are you? I am wonderful. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, Badass Billy Gunn on Instagram Live is going to ask some questions to create conversation for the podcast. That's so nice of you, Badass Billy Gunn. Badass Billy Gunn would like to buy my used socks. He's been around since the beginning, I think. Yeah, yeah, he has. You know, I have yet to see any uh, coin for uh, product, you know. As soon as I receive payment, I ship out. Okay? Uh, <laughs> if you would like to buy my dirty socks or dirty panties, you can uh, find me on sex Twitter at Temptress Juno. And uh, just, you know, crawl in my DMs like a true pervert. Hashtag pervs, hashtag perv life. Uh, yeah, and you can, like, buy my... My used underwear or something. Please do it. There, I got, I got a nice smelling dick, don't I, Fox? Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful. You heard it here first, perverts. Juno Tempest has a delicious cock. Delish. I have a real fox. Gobble it up. It's like the big bad wolf, except like. A fox. I I feel like foxes are the otters of uh of like chaserdom. Like there's a wolf, like a wolf chaser, and then there's fox chasers. Fox chasers kind of know their shit. They know like when to leave well enough alone. 
<clears throat> they respect uh, a strong opponent. This is getting a little too furry. Oh, it's very furry-centric. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm yet to reply. Badass Billy, again, ask a question, and then I'll reply to one. Um, yeah, so we're on Instagram Live and blah de blah I decided that I wanted to make this show a little bit more about, like, my past. So it's, like, one part, like, memory lane and one part, like, relationship therapy for me and the real-live fox here. So I'm dating a real-live fox. A real-live fox. That's how you know I have issues. I'm dating a fox. Because men are, men are trash. Yeah. It's like, it's like Fox is a, a straight dude. A straight dude who is not at all queer. But likes it up the butt. How do you not at all be, how do you achieve, how does... I don't know, that's what you're telling me. <laughs> I respect your gender and like, your gender identity and your sex, like sexuality, your sexual identity. That's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I know, right? It's almost as if like mutual respect garners good relationships. Would you say that's uh, that's the case? It's a good idea. Fox? Yeah. Um. Oh, let's see. Uh, Badass Billy Gunn is asking, weirdest or most outrageous request you've been approached about? How about you, Fox? Oh, I mean, I know I'm seriously fucking tame. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but like, let me let our listeners know. I mean, I definitely all tens of them had someone want to. Suck my dick like right on the side of the road. Well, I mean, it weren't the side really? on the sidewalk. It's like why not under the street? Where were you? And I definitely just met that's, this person at the bar. That's pretty hot. Not that, lie. Yeah, exactly. It's a really and trashy like, thing to do. It's it's very on brand for Juno Tempest. I was like, no, not happening. No. Um. The weirdest or most outrageous request you've been approached about for me? Um, I mean, I get a lot of weird stuff. Uh, lots of men want me to sissify them, like force femme, which is like all well and good, but it's not really doing much for me. So unless I'm getting paid, I don't like to do that. Um, or unless I really like the person, which has never happened before. It it might happen for Patrick Halbert. I was on uh, Who Cares About Ross and Patrick a couple weeks ago. Um, I linked to it in the show notes for last week. Uh, <clears throat> I have yet to listen to it, but we had me and my dearest Fox. We had just had like I had, you know, I'm medicated now, hence the choice of Hey Violets ODD to start off our show uh i am now medicated again uh i don't like it but it's helping control some issues with borderline personality disorder would you say that's apt an apt description my dearest fox you know take one step at a time one day at a time except i'm drinking so take that aa 
I'm uh, I'm taking substances in moderation, except for weed, because weed is medicine. I've been smoking a lot of weed lately. I've been taking my my Remerol, which is funny because now I've started remembering my dreams very vividly and I'm tired all the time and I'm starting to put on weight, which is like crazy. It's the first time in my like in my 32 years of youth that I feel like I'm gaining weight. Like I've known it in the past just because I, I was eating a lot, but I was also a dude back then. This is the first time I'm like really gaining a lot of weight as a woman. Although I don't know if I'm actually gaining weight because I haven't weighed myself. Because I love myself. So, uh, welcome to uh, Sad Train Wreck uh, Train of Thought Poetry Hour. Yeah, that started with a... Sad Train train of Thought po- uh, Sad Train of Thought Hour. Train of Thought spelled T-H-O-T. Oh, Lord. You were were talking about on the other podcast you were on, I think. Oh, yeah. So, Badass Billy Gunn. I guess the weirdest thing that I have been approached about is, like, um, one, wanting to, people wanting me to sissify them or force-fem them, and two, like, I've I've had a couple dudes, like, want me to piss in their ass, and I've actually done it once and it was a feat and it was so disgusting, but I was, it's the most disgusting sex act I've done that I've been turned on about because it was literally shitty. <laughs> that's, that's what I was imagining. In the bathtub. Yeah, it was, it was very, very disgusting, but I was totally into it at the time. Um. Just, you know, a, a reminder that the thoughts and opinions expressed by Juno Tempest on Sad Trainee Poetry Hour are by no means the thoughts or opinions of Radio Free Brooklyn or Tom Tenney. These are all my own thoughts and opinions, y'all. Uh, this may or may not be hyperbole. I'll leave it up to your ima- imagination, listeners. Um, yeah, so I, I think I gotta... It's been less than 15 minutes, but I'm going to turn this off um, by Instagram Live. Yeah, no one's even like on Instagram Live, so share to story. I had three viewers. Awesome. Um, yeah, let me plug in my phone. So I wanted, I wanted this show to be about like a trip down, me- like one part memory lane and one part like relationship therapy because the thing that my dearest fox uh talks a lot about is uh working on a relationship which for me is a new thing because this is believe it or not my first heterosexual monogamous relationship (sighs) and that's how i'm treating it uh (laughs) I feel very, like, sloppy about it. How would you say I'm handling this this first go at heterosexual monogamy, my uh, dearest Fox? Absolutely wonderful. Is this, um, are you trying to make me feel better? No. No? I mean, we seem to argue a lot. Which I like. <laughs> 
but you you tend to switch back and forth between being like it's your Gemini faces. Oh yeah, one, that's what it is. One face really likes to pick on me, and <laughs> oh. the other face really hates it when I pick on him. So together, it's like it's only okay when I do it, and you know. As someone who's exactly that's what it is. <laughs> I, as someone who's pulled that trick successfully through through a number of relationships, uh, I can assure you, like, I I know what's up. Yeah, yeah, you're an antagonizer. Yeah, that's it. I like doing that. Yeah. Is yeah. there anything wrong? If you uh, think there's anything wrong with like playful antagonizing in a relationship. Call in and let us know your opinion. Call in at 718-928-9732. Again, that's 718-928-9732. So, um, yeah, there's a, a new... I'm going to take this pregnant pause to do a new on-air read. Um, after more than a year of dreaming, researching, experimenting, late night conference calls and early Saturday morning meetings, the me team is happy and proud to present to you the me bottle. This double insulated, reusable stainless steel bottle disinfects water in a 60 second cycle of utilizing UVC technology and is 99.99% effective against E. coli. A single charge via micro USB lasts up to 30 days, and the bright LED display lets you know when water is ready to drink. Join us in bringing clean water to all. Raise your bottle and drink to you and me. Find out more at mebottle.com. I don't know if I'm allowed to make fun of it, so I'm just doing the verbatim read. I, I want one. Now now back to me. Speaking of me bottle, uh, back to me, Juno Tempest, the siren of Bushwick, that which cannot be contained even by a me bottle. <coughs> so yeah, we've been uh, talking about relationship stuff, haven't we, Fox? Always. Would you say that open communication, open and clear communication is the 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 capstone to a functional relationship? Oh, I'd hope so. Yeah. Would you also say that playful antagonization can be like a valued part of a relationship? I think we're, I think you're trying to split hairs here. I think I'm trying to get my way. <laughs> yeah. You are definitely doing that. You are definitely not. I am a Pisces. Um, I get what I I'm want. I'm say, because what you're trying to aim at, no. I used to make fun of my, my ex-boyfriend, Till Albert, all the time. Well, that's wonderful. How do you feel when I mention my ex? I, in, in what regard? I mean, like, obviously, you know, like, there's no danger there, because he's, he's choosing to be a fagag in Germany. With his new boyfriend, Dirk. 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 I don't know what his fucking last name is supposed to be. My first, my first roommate in Germany, his name was Dirk. 
Dirk Rein, Reinhold, Reinwald, something like that. He's a good guy. He like reaches out to me every once in a while. We used to send each other lives on uh, Candy Crush. Oh. Yeah. Crushing candy. Crushing, crushing candies, y'all. Tossing mitts and sucking tits, bud. Yeah. <clears throat> Just tossing mitties, sucking titties, bud. Dig deep, bear down, boys. Give those balls a tug. Give your balls a tug, tit fucker. Oh, I fucking love Letter Kenny. I so there's this thing that I didn't realize. Like there are Game of Thrones couples, and there's like, you know, each show has its kind of like couple that watches it together. Like an epic long TV show. Some people are How I Met Your Mother, which I don't understand. Like, I know that Neil Patrick Harris is like the the queerest thing since like fucking Strawberry Fanta. But like, not on that show. Yeah, I know, but that's why I can't take him seriously. And, like, I know you and your husband have, like, invite younger thirds, you fuckers. Like, that's fine. Oh, my God. The rich and famous gays? Lord. They have some fucking parties, dude. Um, I'm sure most people that are rich. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm thinking back to my days of, like, young twinkdom. Where I was like the pass around twink. And I didn't give a fuck because I was such an alcoholic. I just was like, yeah, as long as you guys get me drunk, like, buy me drinks. Buy me drinks, like, take me home. Suck my dick. You know, it was great. It was a good thing I had going for a while. But that was back before I met you. I was a dude back then. How does it make you feel when... Okay, so, like, do you know Blair White? No. Blair White is, like, a tr- like a tran for Trump. She's, like, the worst. Okay. But she has been redeemed recently on, uh, on social media because she, like, there was... She had this, like, fucking, like, cross-dresser, like, LARPing a trans woman, and she was, like just a blatant racist and like da, 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 and like just trying to get Blair White to kill herself. And Blair White was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm Blair White. And you're like making, I, you make me look sane. Like it was kind of a wake up call for Blair. I think like, yeah, sucking that right wing titty is uh, only going to take you so far because guess what? There's no milk in that tit, hun. It's just pure hatred. But uh, I don't know. She did this video. I, I should show it to you. This video, there's like lots of videos on YouTube of like trans girls showing, like trans girl YouTubers showing their like cishet boyfriends pictures of them from when they were dudes 
And it's like a reaction, reaction? videos. Yeah. I, why? Uh, I don't know. Cause it gets views. I feel like we could do that on Twitch. Well, what, what kind of that fucking, would be reaction fucking hilarious? Are you supposed to, like, I don't know. Have I shown you any pictures of me as a dude? You're on every fucking social media. Your pictures are there. You've shared your pictures. Well, yeah, but have like you seen take, them? Yes, I've seen them. Oh, okay. So, like, you did your you did your social media dig. Well, you don't have to dig very hard. Well, that's why it took me a while to accept your friend request because I didn't want you digging. What do you mean? I'm on I'm on every social media platform. <laughs> no. Ow, this ring bothers me. I got this uh, Labradorite ring on St. Mark's at the corner of uh, St. Mark's and 2nd Ave. And it was $30 originally. And the guy who was like, he basically felt like used, like trying to sell me a skull, skull print scarf as like an excuse to feel up my huge titties, which like, all right, all right, all right. If, if you're gonna give it to me, fine. But like, ugh, no, I don't. No, 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 no. But this dude got twenty bucks out of me because he gave me the scarf, like half off. Which you know, I know how much these fucking scarves cost. They're they're wholesale, like wholesale bullshit from Indonesia, like fake pashmina shit. Uh, you know. So he gave me the scarf for ten, and then this ring was like thirty bucks. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm not giving you 20 more dollars. He's like, well, what about 10? I'm like, fuck. All right, fine. 10. Cause it fit my finger and I've wanted a Labradorite ring. So I got a Labradorite ring for, uh, some dude on St. Mark's feeling me up. Basically. I mean, I paid him, but like I made sure that I, I got 40 bucks worth of discount out of, out of it. You know, because I'm a classy lady. I I would say ho, but like I have not done sex work in so long. I don't feel like that's really appropriate for me to use anymore. Sex work is work, y'all. Mm. Oh, Lord. I have a... Uh, tarot class after this at Catland Books. Uh Catland Books at 978 uh Flushing Avenue. And um Yeah, you can find me there every Wednesday and Thursday from noon to 8 p.m. And uh as of October, you'll be able to book me at catlandbooks.com. Just click on readings and tarot and I'll be a, a certified tarot reader. Well, I'll be a tarot reader on, on their, on their books. So yeah, check that out in the coming month. Um, I'm going to this tarot 101 course. It's the third, it's the third week of the four week course. I've learned a lot. I gave some readings at this party we went to the other night uh, with a, Friend of the show, Jackson Sturkey. Um, yeah, just look up uh, Jackson Sturkey, S T, like S Turkey, uh, like the animal, uh, and Jackson, as in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, and yeah, like he, 
what was I going to say? Something about Jackson. Oh, a friend of the show. Uh, reading tarot cards. Reading tarot cards. Uh, I was invited. We were, me and the Fox were invited over to Jackson's place for a, a potluck that he wants to make monthly. It was lovely, darling. It was lovely. Lovely, darling. I, I can't do Jackson's affectation, I but think I you should, fucking right? love it. I Jackson knows. But, darling, uh, Jackson's affectation is, like, I, I love that Jackson is, like, a character 24-7. Like, very much like Charlie Chaplin. Like, like, the queerest Charlie Chaplin you've ever met. Who isn't a character? Well, exactly. But I'm like, we, we get to build our characters, you know, being that we're artists in Brooklyn. But uh, at any rate, Jackson um, invited us graciously into, into his home. Uh, and it was a, a good time was had by all. I met these twins, Jessica and Jennifer. And I was immediately like kind of creeped out and like also totally in awe of these girls, these women, these young women, dressed identically in paisley, paisley dresses. And they had this, like, mustard yellow leather purse that was gorgeous. They both had, like, uh, these, like, wrapped semi-precious gemstone uh, pendants. Uh, But each was wrapped a little bit differently. So I was immediately like trying to figure out like it added a whole do a whole new dimension to my autistic, like fuckery where immediately when I get into a strange place, I have to survey the, my entire surroundings. And then like three months later, I can come back to your apartment where I was at one time for a few hours for a party. And I can tell you exactly where the corkscrew is. Um, and if not where it is now, then where it might have ended up because like people follow certain patterns of behavior uh, and people find it a little creepy that I can do that. But, you know, these twins were awesome and creepy like that. Like they could read people's minds almost. It was awesome. Like a good time was had by all is what I'm saying. And Fox, hats off to you my dearest Fox, for getting me to leave a party at an appropriate time. What time did we leave that party? I don't know. When I was drunk and ready to go. Uh, which was approximately a little after 1230. Midnight. Yeah. I was ready to stay there till 5 a.m. Yeah. With so all the, the big kids. Well, also, there was no cocaine, and it's good that I didn't have cocaine, and it's good... That I didn't break out the Adderall because I was like two seconds away from doing it. Because you know that at a party like that, there's going to be at least a couple people who are into uppers. Just saying. Oh, drugs. Lord. Um, I kind of wanted this episode to explore my, uh, my romantic world, my whirlwind romance with, uh, substance use. Some would say abuse, and I say those people don't know romance when they see it. When you say that, I just think of Raccoon for a Dreams, the mom. Have you seen that? 
Yeah, it's been a minute. Oh my God, Robin Williams. It's like, give a moment of radio silence for Robin Williams. God, that man was a fucking genius and probably a trans woman. Um, it's an unpopular opinion, but like generally, it's been my experience that uh, comedians who who dress up in drag a lot uh, and like make money off of it are probably like dealing with some gender issues. I think also, you know, when you go back in time, the insensitivity understanding. Was yeah. not there. Yeah, Robin Williams was a, a, a fucking genius, but he seemed really, really. Uh, he seemed like at home in role and like in more feminine roles. Well, he broke down like the i, you know, the character idea. Yeah, like, Robin Williams was very much uh, a comedian and actor of like you know, Mork and Mindy being like. <laughs> throwing aside gender norms, which is weird to say about Robin Williams, but I, I feel like it's pretty true. Robin Williams just did whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Have you ever seen the Jim Carrey's Andy and Me? Uh, maybe. There's... Jim Carrey is also... Jim Carrey went off the, the deep end a while back, and I have a feeling that there's something there. Um... Like fucking Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and like playing, uh, what was it? Um, she was like a Supreme Court justice or something, uh, on SNL. Janet. I have no clue. Fucking not Janet Stone. Some, some like, like congressperson or. He plays the gay dude who goes to jail. Oh, okay. and you and McGregor, they're they're lovers. Oh my god, I think I have seen this. That's a it's a really fucking great movie. Oh my I god, my, one of my Jim mo- Carrey definitely has some bisexuality in him that he's like. Well, it was a great great role. Repressed. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I recently he's so judgmental. <laughs> I'm not judgmental. Okay, so I recently here's some tea that I've been meaning to spill to you. Uh, I've recently uh, been reconnecting with a college friend of mine. I won't. I won't give away any details, but uh, like this. Well, I will give away a couple details. So I call him my twin because we share the same birthday, same date of birth, like same. Same day, same month, same year. We're a few hours apart, I think. I need to ask him if he knows exactly when he was born because I know exactly when I was just born. just popped out at the same time, basically. Yeah, we popped out on the same day. We popped out our mom's pussies on the same day. So we have this connection. And he's also, like, very Irish, Whereas I'm only like essentially a quarter Irish. I'm 50% German, quarter Irish, quarter mix of like Norwegian, French, Welsh. 
uh, as far as I know, from like the family tree. This is not a 23 and me fuckery scenario. This is like what I've researched of my family uh, tree. You mean what we used to have to do when we were kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the I'm, hard way without the internet? Pre-internet The hard days. way, yeah. Also, like family tree projects were a little difficult. Not Not for me, but like... I don't know about you growing up, Fox, uh, but like there was a full portion of my family tree that I just did not know because the family didn't talk to them. Yeah, I had a whole half of my family that I didn't talk to. <laughs> my whole father's side. Do you talk to them now? Um, I don't know if that's the, what you would call it. Well, I mean, is there like like beef, or no, is it just no that beef, no no but one? There's no communication. It's just really. that, that like, I mean, I, not I just cut my people. uncle off of my from accessing my Facebook. So I was sick of his comments. Oh well, that's but. just self care. Like I have an uncle in Texas who is a Trump supporter. Oh, so many, so many. It's I mean, I I I will refrain from calling out my family on on the radio directly with by name but like shame on you most of my family is like, shame well, on you you, you moved to houston texas from minnesota fuck you yankee i mean i feel get like off it's your fucking high horse get off your fucking high horse you dick <sighs> high horse is a hint to his name by the way oh yeah yeah, see, I'm alliterative like that. I allude. I, I use heavy allusion in my poetry, my sad trainee poetry. God. So, I probably have some shit about... I, oh, my God. You know what I need to do is bring my acid journal entry here and just read it for sure. half the show. Because it's very long. I, the first time I ever did acid was with Tom Leger. Um, it was a gift. Tom was like, hey, Juno, do you want to go on an adventure? He was using my, my legal name, by the way. Uh, he was using my legal name. He was like, hey, Juno, do you want to go on an adventure? And my immediate response was, Yes. And he's like, well, you don't even know what it is. And I'm like, I don't care. Yes. The answer is yes. Tell me, tell me where to be and when, and I'll be there. Uh, but I was working overnights. I was working like late nights at Bizarre Bushwick, now defunct. Fuck you, Jean. But uh, yeah, like. Okay, so one moral of the story is don't piss off a trans witch, okay? Because Bizarre Bushwick is now closed. I won't say I had anything to do with it, but, you know, they fired me, and uh, less than a year later, they were shuttered. So, Uh, just, like, treat me nice, I guess, is the moral of the story. That wasn't the story. Anyway, uh, acid was the story. Acid. So Tom, I I fucking love Tom as a mentor. 
I know, I know. You you make this face every time I talk about Tom. Tom is a mentor of mine. Um, he gave me my first acid, and like I showed up a little later than he. I I said I'd be there by like one, and it was almost two thirty by the time I got there to his apartment. And then he was like, he gave me a mission. He was like, you need to go to the grocery store and get these three things. He he said to go out before I take, like, drop the acid and then get stuff for the trip. So I, I figured it was like a road trip. But I'm very nonsensical when it comes to that. So he told me, get red, get get Gatorade, red or blue, which obviously makes sense because, you know, the Matrix. Um, then he told me to get uh, cigarettes because we were both heavy smokers at the time. I'm not sure if he smokes, but I don't anymore. Uh, so I was supposed to get cigarettes, like, you know. Uh, and... So he recommended Gatorades, cigarettes, and uh, like a Cliff Bar or something. Something, another practical thing to keep hydrated and to like have protein and fiber, basically, which is all really good. And then cigarettes, which, you know, I didn't end up smoking at all during the trip. So you also, you didn't know that acid at this point had anything to do with what was going on. In that. No, he told me as soon as I got there, he was like, well, I have a gift for you. It's a tab of acid, but I have some business to finish up here with uh, a, a business partner. So we're going to do that while you go shopping, like go do this. So what did I do? I go I go to the grocery store. I go to the, the supermarket and I start at the beginning and I just like go aisle by aisle and fill the cart with snacks. And at this point I had food stamps and off the record, uh, like on the record, I did not share any of this food. I ate it all myself uh, because that's the law. Um, on the record, I ate it all myself. So, like, I I go through the supermarket from, like, the first aisle, like, produce, to the last aisle, which is, like, frozen foods. And I just grab a bunch of shit that, like, reminds me of nostalgic things, like, things from my childhood or, like, things that I want around me. Because uh, I, I went into this figuring it was something kind of like that but tom told me to go get uh like go get supplies so i went and got supplies but guess which things i did not get well so i get i get to his place and i get all my supplies and i i he like gives me the tab and i'm i'm like oh my god look at this uh because it was like a pretty little it had like like a like a silicone chip kind of imprint on it. Uh, it was lovely. Oh, I, sh I shouldn't talk about that. It was colorful, blah, -de blah. I took it and uh, then he was like, okay, so like where's the Gatorade and the cigarettes and the other third thing? 
And I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't get any of that. He's like, well, you better go march your ass down to the deli and get some. So I did. And, like, I was already about 10 minutes in when I went out and I started feeling it on my way there. Like, the very, very beginning of it. Because it was my first time ever taking acid. So I... uh I, I got the I got both red and blue Gatorade. I drank neither during this trip. Got got a, a couple packs of cigarettes, um, which Tom mostly smoked. I don't think I smoked at all, even though I was smoking like a chimney at the time. And uh, yeah, I started out my trip like. I think I was, oh, I need to find those pants. Those pants are so good. I have these like, uh, like crow, crow cuff, uh, like cargo pants. And they're just like great go-to pants. Uh, now that it's getting colder, I'm thinking about them. But yeah, so I did my first, uh, acid trip with Tom and uh i he was he was sober and he made me watch a bunch of timothy leary videos on youtube do you know timothy leary yeah he's a crackpot you're oh 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 we are on the same page there well tom leger is a very big proponent of uh of timothy leary and i wrote basically like once i got through the majority of like once I got through the hellish part of the trip where I, I think I puked once, but I might've had to go like three separate occasions to puke. Like the first couple times I did acid, I puked and now I don't anymore. But, uh, yeah, I, so I had puked and blah, blah. And then I, um, started watching these videos of Timothy Leary with Tom and I was like functional again, but I just like sat down with my journal and wrote and I wrote for like three solid hours, just like stream of consciousness, alliterative poetry while watching these Timothy Leary videos with my, uh, my mentor. And so like I have this like LSD journal from my first ever trip. It's so fucking nonsensical but after a while you start seeing the patterns in it and it's like it's like a secondhand acid trip almost and when i read it i flash back to that first acid trip you know speaking of uh flashing back uh remember a time when there was radio well radio requires sponsorship um but we are here we here at Radio Free Brooklyn are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and uh, that's to provide a free and open platform to our community to promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We do rely primarily on donations from listeners like you, so to help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Every cent helps us to stay on the air, so please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. 
maybe you're a Starbucks addict, you know, like set a goal for yourself, a challenge, if you will. Go a day without a frappe or some shit and uh, donate that money to us monthly. You can set that up monthly when you go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. And let's face it, if you can itemize your deductions, you have money to give. And if you would like to support a trans woman artist performer who lives under the poverty line, uh, whose health insurance has recently been compromised because of a uh, letter being returned to sender, that's right, folks, AmitaCare is no longer my insurance company uh, as of September 30th if I don't take care of a clerical error. Uh, I, a trans woman, will have to go without health insurance. If you would like to maybe donate to my cause, you can go to rfb.nyc slash stp. That's for sad trainee poetry. Again, that's rfb.nyc slash stp. And click that green donate button. I have very meager dues to pay uh, to keep sad trainee poetry hour on the air, it is, we are a uh, trans radio show. You never knew you needed us. You're welcome. But it also helps me, a trans woman in Brooklyn, amplify the voices of my siblings, my trans siblings right here in the New York metropolitan area uh, to make sure that like, to make sure that trans voices are being heard that our, our, our art is being seen, that people recognize that we are valid. Uh, so if you would like to help me out, uh, on a personal level, my iPhone is conked the fuck out. I cannot afford a new one. You can, uh, find me on Venmo and Cash App at Juno Tempest or dollar sign Juno Tempest on Cash App. Um, just, you know, if you feel like helping me out, send me money. I, I don't like doing the whole, uh, GoFundMe thing because then they get a cut of the profit and they, they can get that from other cis people. Trans people need direct action. Uh, so help me out. Send me money at Juno Tempest or dollar sign Juno Tempest on Cash App. Oh, now that I'm done with the money grab, um, let's home in on, hone in, home in on what, what I want to, uh, what I want to talk about to close. Um, I'm going to find a song to close us out. Here we go. Um, Fox, how are you feeling right now? Wonderful. Wonderful? Wonderful. All right, great. I'm I'm very bad at that. So one thing that I ask my my dearest fox to do uh is call me in every once in a while and it's like echolocation. We watch a lot of uh Blue Planet 2 when we're stoned and it uh kind of helps me like listen like watching it last night just stoned off my ass. 
helped me recognize, like, maybe there are other forms of communication that we can utilize to, like, soften the blow when we need something more critical from the other. You know, like, uh, bioluminescence is a, a chemical form of communication that deep sea creatures use. We tend to use, uh, like micro gestures. Micro gestures are like, like maybe a crossing of arm or looking down or looking up when we're trying to remember something or like looking to the left when we're kind of trying to figure out the proper word or looking to the right when we're trying to recall a memory, things like that. Um, looking someone square in the eye with it, with like a comfortable uh, moderation of intensity so that they recognize like you're a truthful, trustworthy person. These are things I've had to learn uh, social cues I've had to learn as a very autistic trans person. This is uh, welcome to Sad Trainee Sto- Stoner Hour, uh, brought to you by Juno Tempest and a real life fox. A real life fox. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes left. If you would like to call in uh, with some commentary, uh, you can call 718-928-9732. Again, that's 718-928-9732. Try not to have the radio app open when you call us so we don't get delayed feedback. Uh, <coughs> yeah, I don't know if we're going to have any callers in. Mm. So, Fox... Um, what is a thing that you would like to know about me that like you like you have my permission to put me in the hot seat? What what is a thing that you would like to know from me that now I'm on the hook because I'm on the air? What would you like to know from me? Um surprise me. From me. Yeah, what what is the thing that you would like to ask of me that I must ask truthfully because I'm on the air and it's on record? This is a trust exercise. Oh, it's a trust exercise. Yeah, for you. <laughs> for you, you reap the benefits. Oh, I mean, you know. Because this is recorded. It is. Yeah. What is the thing you would like to know? And I will answer very truthfully. Very. I feel like I should be playing Jeopardy music. I'm putting you on the spot for yeah, a there's, reason. There's, there's no, there's, that's. Uh, no. No? Well, I mean, it's a, a once-in-a-lifetime a once in a lifetime offer, as a Gemini once put it to well, me. Well, once-in-a-lifetime offer, to be honest. No, I'm going to No, to be honest on record, on the uh, air. On record. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I well, mean, we got eight minutes. Eight minutes. Yeah. Think on it for a minute. I'm sure you'll think of something. Uh, oh my God. So I've been like fighting off the urge to contact my mother spontaneously. Um, 
the the full moon recently was in Pisces last Saturday. Uh and I don't that that just fucked everyone up. I think we talked about it last week. You know. Uh but like not everyone should be water signs. That just creates chaos because everyone is thinking magically like Oh, if I just believe it's true, then it's going to be true because I need it. You better stop telling women to stop, you know, shacking up at, at uh, wintertime then. Me? Well, it, you know, we'd stop having so many children at that point in the year if women would stop having sex nine months prior to that. What are you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> Is right? this a thing that was brought up? Oh, yeah. At, the, at Jackson's party, someone called me like a summer boo kind of girl jackson i believe said that i'm a, a summer boo kind of girl jackson had mentioned wanting to find a winter boo like someone to shack up with for the winter for the long hibernation i feel like this year is going to be a short hibernation though it's it's going to be like a, a very mild winter very short winter I, I visualize short but intense. There's going to be one or two major winter storms. Because, like, the last time that happened was, I think, like, 2008, 2009, maybe up to 2011, something like that. But I feel like we're ready for, like, a very late but intense winter and early spring cycle. And now that's on the record. Welcome to Juno Tempest Almanac. Juno Tempest, in addition to being the siren of Bushwick, is a self-proclaimed weather witch. The farmer's almanac. Yeah, well, the siren's almanac. I'm Juno fucking Tempest. All right, well, we got five minutes. Um, So, uh, as far as, like... Do you have anything you would like to promote, Fox? No. No? All right. Well, then I'm going to promote that I will be at Catland Books tonight from uh, 6 to 8 p.m. for Dakota's awesome, amazing Tarot 101 workshop week three. Uh, you can come through. It's 20 bucks. Uh this week, I believe we are covering the, um, we are covering, let's see, uh, the masculine energy cards, the, the swords and wands. Last week, we covered like cups and pentacles. Uh, and we'll like touch back on numerology and learn a little bit more about symbology. Uh, next Sunday for week four, where we touch upon the major arcana in one two hour session. It's very, very reasonable. 20 bucks a class. If you want to catch the whole course, uh, all four weeks of it, look for the course in like spring. Um, catlandbooks.com or catlandbooks on Facebook and, uh, Instagram. You can find me working at Catland Books on Thursdays and Friday, uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays, sorry, noon to 8 p.m. Um, let's see. <coughs> uh, next, I have, uh, I host Smut Slam Sex Storytelling at Under St. Mark's Theater in 94 St. Mark's Place. 
Um, it's every first Wednesday. I don't know what our theme is going to be, but uh, I co-host with hostess extraordinaire Tess Henry. Um, you are guaranteed uh, the first three people, uh, best three storytellers are guaranteed to walk away with something to make them orgasm. Uh, we have, um, like, we're sponsored by Babeland and stuff. So put put stories in the fuck bucket, uh, confessions or uh, questions. And, uh, yeah, that's really fun. Jackson Sturkey is the resident uh, guest judge, uh, resident judge, I guess. Uh, Jackson is very great at judging people. Uh, so come through. If you have a sex story to tell, $10 uh entrance or first 10 storytellers to sign up get in for free uh and then um let's see uh oh god i guess second tuesday is gender experts party uh october 8th at metropolitan bar hosted by johnny drago and my best frenemy octavia leona Conner. You can catch me probably taking the number one slot because, you know, why not be that opening bitch all the time uh, doing some stand up. And then uh, every Tuesday you can find me uh, doing stand up and uh, womaning the bar, uh, usually late night, sometimes early uh, show at under St. Mark's Theater. It's five dollar entrance. You can sign up at nine doors open at 9 p.m. Names are drawn at 9.45 every Tuesday at Under St. Mark's Theater. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, and then third Monday is uh, October 21st. Genre assignment. Brooklyn's only trans open mic. Uh, we open doors at 7. I mean, come in for a happy hour drink until 8. And uh, I will be announcing very shortly who our featured performer for October is. Last month, we had Just Tom, a very amazing trans non-binary comedian. Uh, this uh, 21st, who knows? Tune in. Um, yeah, Fox, do you have anything? No, this is a wonderful show. Okay, great. I'm going to close this out with a song uh, just a little bit of a song called Bury a Friend by Billie Eilish. Up next, we have uh, another radio show by Amanda. Um, Reciprocity Radio with Amanda. Stay tuned. We're just closing out. Billie. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? Why do you care for me? 